everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hi everyone, my name is Gita Balram and welcome to my podcast. There are many reasons why you may be here today. I may not know you or may never get to know you. But if you're listening, I do hope that something from whatever I share with you is able to inspire a difference in your life. So thank you for being here. I was born in an ordinary home, grew up having an ordinary life. But there is one thing I always seeked, and that is the extraordinary in my existence. There was always a greater something that called out to me. I might be compiling this podcast today as a person who wrote the book and published it as she wanted it or the person that chose a career to help inspire and motivate others each day. I might be the person that lives a really simple life but enjoys the necessities and the comforts. And I might be surrounded by loved ones most of my time. However, all of this did not come to me easily or freely. In this experience we call life, everything will remain ordinary unless we decide to take on our challenges and turn them into stepping stones to our success. Then only can our life experience become the extraordinary. Over the years of reaching my goals and achieving them, I gained and lost a lot. I lost some more and then gained much more. So to sum it all up, Life can really be anything you want it to be, provided you play the game called choice. I have had many challenges and I have had many choices. I chose my tribe and that is of the self-inspired people. The one that uses their pain and challenges as a gateway to their success, self-development, and self-mastery. In the 38 years of my being on this planet touring and experiencing all that I can, I must admit I have faced many many beginnings and many many ends. However, the one that stands out the most to me was my rebirth that took place a few years ago. I call it a rebirth Because within those nine months of my life, I gave up my identity to become the person I was always meant to be. The one you are listening to right now. A rebirth, a restart in life can be quite a heart-wrenching challenge. But hey, like I say, if you want the extraordinary, then you have to be ready for anything. We are all caterpillars in our lives 
and every one of us goes through a period of rebirth that transforms us into the butterfly we were meant to be. So here's my story. About six years ago, I was in a marriage of three years and eight months. I was in a full-time but stressful job. I was also running a business with my husband and all in all just living a regular life. Then one day, out of the blue, my car was stolen. And I know it might not seem like much right now, but I have to tell you that it set out, it actually set into motion events that I call nine months of my gestation period. It's it was the initiation of my journey from caterpillar to butterfly. So after my car was stolen, four and a half months later that is, my life took a whole different turn. And this time it wasn't a material loss. This time I lost my best friend, my pillar of strength, my confidant, and mostly my soulmate. It was the heart-wrenching loss of my dear husband, who passed away at the age of 37. We were just starting out in our lives. We were hopeful. We were um, getting on track with whatever we needed to. And we were creating a path to spending the rest of our lives together. At that point, when I lost him, I found myself drowning. And I, as I sank deeper and deeper within myself, there was not much, you know, I could say or do. I felt I was separating from myself. I became, I was physically living, but I wasn't really participating much in this world. Uh, quite frankly, I think at that time I became a blank canvas. So now remember, let's recap. So a few years ago, I had my car stolen. Four, four and a half months after that, I lost my husband. And then during this time, I needed to find some kind of solace. I needed to find silence and solitude. I ne needed to find a deeper understanding of where it was that I was going in my life. And at that time, I felt like I needed to get away, to step out of the environment that I was in and to, you know, set myself on a journey of self-discovery again. Like I said, I was a blank canvas. I was in fear. I was heartbroken. And it was a time of a lot of unpleasant thoughts, unpleasant experiences. So as we all know, sometimes when we go through these challenging periods, there's a form of awakening that knocks at our door. And it, unless we don't open that door and go through it, we're never going to know where our journey is meant to take us. So despite a lot of silent judgments and scrutiny from 
many around me. Five months after the death of my husband, I embarked on a journey of, self, of the self, I like to call it. I needed some time away by myself to explore and discover whatever it was that I was being guided to. I knew that in my heart, answers will come, but I just needed to open that door to it. So I resigned from my job, I left my family behind, and I took a three-month hiatus away from home. I wanted to travel to Nepal and spend three months there at a yoga retreat. And in that time, I wanted to seek within me something, at least. I don't know what I was looking to find, really, but I knew the answers would come. So not very certain of what to expect, just trusting in the guidance of my higher self, I set off. I was uh, pretty much prepared, 80% I would say, and I was looking forward to figuring things out as I went along. It felt like I was going back to the drawing board of my life, and I believed within, within me that being alone in some quiet solitude at that time was what my soul needed. But let me tell you, as the Creator always surprises us, this was not to be the case. So let's recap once again. My car was stolen. Four and a half months later, I had, um, I lost my husband. And five months later, I decided to go on a tour, to go to a journey of the self and solitude and to find solitude away from home. And it just so happened that 12 days after arriving in Nepal, lo and behold, a massive earthquake of 7.8 on the Richter scale shook the very core of Nepal. And yes, there I was in the middle of it. So the ground trembled violently and the mountains before me shook vigorously and buildings close by collapsed in heaps. And there we all were, shaken like jelly beans in a jar. And there was absolutely nothing that could be done. There was no way to hide. We were hearing screams of helpless people surrounding us. Fear engulfed us all at that time. However, during that time, an epiphany actually befell upon me. After those past few months of solitude, coupled with the feelings of severe pain and loss after that I had endured, in, the, in those moments of that earthquake, nothing could have been done. You know, all we could do was completely surrender and let go. During that earthquake, I had no power I had no control. I was helpless. All I could do was trust in a higher power for my safety and well-being. I clearly remember that as we stood on that cliff, we were nothing more than mere observers. Our lives were no longer in our hands. In those moments, nothing mattered. There was nothing to hold on to but our faith. I knew then that the only thing I had to do was 
actually to just let go. And that's what I did. And when I did, something within me released. And somehow I knew that going forward, I would be okay. That earthquake, as terrifying as it had been for me, was crucial for my awakening. It literally shook me awake, and I mean literally shook me awake, and I realized that whatever happens to us comes with two choices on how we perceive it. We could either react by becoming bitter and blaming the world or God or some higher power, or we can trust in the fact that whatever is happening comes with a powerful lesson that our soul needs to learn for our own personal spiritual growth. And also during that time, I realized so strongly that there's a spiritual family that does stand by us. You may call them angels, you may call them spirit guides, you may call them your loved ones in the afterlife. A family I see as beyond the physical that actually supports us and is always available to help us. All the answers that we choose, that we need for ourselves in this life lies within us. We simply need to ask and be open to that wisdom. Now, within those nine months of my life, everything I knew, understood, was literally overturned. When my car was stolen, I could have been bitter, but something did guide me differently. When my husband died, I could have been thrust into a darkness and remain there, but something did guide me differently. When I went, went through that earthquake, I could have been overrun by fear, but something definitely guided, guided me differently. Healing opportunities do come in many forms, but the question is, are we ready to heal by trusting that the challenges in our lives are brought to us for a reason? Are we ready to trust that the universe really does have a greater plan for us? We derive such a false sense of security from material things, from loved ones and even the relationships that we have. But the reality is that everything that is external to us is impermanent. When we genuinely accept this, then life does become a gentle flow rather than a constant fight against things that are out of our control. I learned a great lesson during these nine months. It does not matter what hurdles we may face in life, no matter how dark a night we must endure, there is always a, do a dawn, a new day and a new opportunity. The sun rises every morning, whether we are ready for it or not. With the sunrise comes hope. To know that a new day begins every day leaves us empowered and at peace. Our growth evolves in leaps and bounds when we accept the occurrence of our challenges or suffering in our lives as part of our journey to self-mastery and to eternal peace. 
So why do I share these stories with you? Well, the reason is that within us all exists a caterpillar. Waiting for the day, it can transform into a butterfly. If we resist these changes, transformation may never take place within us. And we will spend the rest of our lives never truly knowing who we are never experiencing the extraordinary that lies within us. Trust me, it is in this journey that you will find your true self. It is a journey that you do not want to miss. So today, as I share the story with you, as I share a little bit about myself with you, I really want you to think of yourself as a caterpillar, edging your way towards the butterfly. As I said, if we're inflexible, if we resist the changes, it usually actually hurts us more as time goes on. However, if we embrace these changes, if we embrace the challenges, then we could surprise ourselves I love the person I am today. I love the butterfly that I've become. Do you want to challenge yourself? Do you want to see the butterfly that you can become? Do you want to experience that in your life? Well, think about it. I thank you for joining me today. I hope to catch you next time. So keep listening. And if you want to read some of my little pieces of writing, please get onto my Facebook page on Geetha Balram, Life Coach. You can like and share. And I hope to chat to you very soon. Do take care. Suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook.